Hello Capricorn friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Capricorn April 2022 Astrology Must Knows Horoscope Forecast. Definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, that's the interface for all the free goodies that I make for you each month. You don't want to miss anything I work hard to bring you to help you make the most of the astrological possibilities. Welcome to you YouTube viewers and welcome to the growing um, following on my syndicated podcast Astro Kisses. So if you're listening or if you're watching, welcome. This is for you if Capricorn is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or if you've got Mercury or Venus or whatever you got there, and I've got my Venus in Cap and I've got my moon in Cap, so I'm here with you with this report, then this is part of your astrological picture. If you're a very late degree placement, so if you have like, we'll say January 15th through the rest of the sign, or if you're like 25 or so degrees through the rest of the sign, I also recommend you listen to my Aquarius report because you late cuspy people have a more complex read and you can take pieces from both the Capricorn and Aquarius reports. So what do we have going on in April? April is one of my favorite months of the whole entire year. We're going to get into why. First biggest must know about this is that we've got almost two times the sweet aspects compared to the salty. Now, as I've talked about before, this isn't everything, but it is something. When the planets are in accord and most of the connections they're making are sweet, we really feel that. So that combined with the fact that we're still in this open period, by open period I mean... We don't have any personal planet retrograde. Personal planet retrogrades tend to bring confusion, plan changes, inability to see that far in front of you to try to do anything, feeling like the bottom is falling out from everything. We're not in that time now, and so we have to celebrate that. So March and April, basically March 3rd through April 27th, so the whole of those months pretty much, we are free from the personal planet retrogrades and their shadow periods, and this is a time for action, which supported by the Aries placements. It's a time to move forward in your life, a time to activate change, and if you're not looking for change, guess what? The eclipses mean they're probably coming anyway. But if you've had stagnation, if you've had uncertainty, if you're like, oh my gosh, will this just fogginess ever quit? It's starting to quit, okay? We're starting to get out of the fog, and that dreamy Piscean energy that's been extended because of Jupiter's placements and an extended spree and personal placements of um, moving through Pisces, the, the shadow is starting to clear. And we're starting to be able to see further into the future, make plans. This is an epic time for engagements, weddings, big parties, travel, launches, bringing your big projects out into the world, starting your new businesses, putting your shingle up and saying, hey, I'm this and this is what I do. Uh, it's an amazing time for all of that. So we are celebrating. I'm celebrating. I'm, I'm very happy about this time. Okay. And it's also important to note that because Mars is going to be retrograde with the shadow period starting around September through the rest of 2022, so the whole last you know third of the year, it's going to be covered in Mars retrograde, we only have two of these open periods. Now, Mars retrograde is good for a lot of things, so don't fear it, but it's not as great for action and outcomes and output, and Capricorns love to get stuff done. So this is a time when these open periods, when we really shine and we really feel like we're getting somewhere, and it's in that way we really, really, really love it. So the second open period is between around June 19th and August 21st, just so you know for your reference, that these are going to be this one now, March, April, and then that, you know, those dates in um, 
June through you know, you know, towards the end of August, are going to be our big open periods for trying to get things done and pushing things through. The retrograde times are not a time to force. They're a time to surrender to what's happening. And that is not the favorite action. Surrender is not really in the Capricorn vocabulary, right? We're like, we're going to fight, we're going to lead, we're going to do, we're going to take action, we're going to take the bull by the horns, and just like surrendering and saying, okay, whatever, that's not the thing that we do best, that's not the thing we like to do most, and so we have to do a lot of that this year, but not right now, okay? So celebrate, celebrate. Okay, so the next big must know is that with these Aries placements, even though it does bring things we love, like forward movement, outcomes, spunk, motivation, it also makes 90 degree angles with Capricorn placements, which means the pressure's on. But that doesn't have to be a bad thing. And in general, Capricorn people, we thrive off of pressure. We do very well with it in general. Sometimes it gets to be too much. But there is impetus to do stuff at this time. The stuff that you're doing might be amazing, but you have to do it. And there is going to be a little bit of a pressure aspect, but the kinds of things you're doing might be your absolute favorite things. You could be planning detailed trips. You could be planning big launches. You know, you could be, I mean, there's so many things you could be doing. It's going to be like tedious in some ways and you'll feel the action pressure, but again, it doesn't have to be bad. It is going to be active and you will be called to duty but I think it can be quite enjoyable because you're going to have a lot of balls up in the air and I think it's going to feel pretty good because the odds of you not dropping them are really high. Okay, so another big must know is we do have some lingering Pisces energies and this is um, a nice aspect for you. I mean, in a way you can kind of feel like this quiet, inward, internal, emotional energy doesn't seem very conducive to the earthy material practical cap energies, but it really helps to soften the um, the harsh edges, okay? So remember as, as Capricorns, we're ruled by Saturn. It's kind of a harsh existence, right? We've got the big taskmaster, you know, just like on our butts all the time about everything. Do this, you have to do that, take care of everything, be responsible, be the best, deal with everything. And these Piscean energies, while they can sometimes bring an increase in our emotions and other people's emotions that we have to then deal with, it's in a beautiful angle. And so it gives us an opportunity to soften around those edges, to sort of reevaluate, prioritize what we're doing this all for. And most Capricorns I know are doing this for someone or something or an ideal. There is definitely a misconception about Capricorns that they're just ambitious for the sake of it without feeling our heart. Okay, sure, there are going to be those rogue people who are just, you know, climbing the mountain and not looking back and not caring how they're doing it. But that's not the vast majority of the Capricorn people, myself included, that I know. And this is something I think Capricorn people really want others to know about us, is that when we're doing something, yeah, we love to be recognized and we love to accomplish things for ourselves and feel good about that. But in general, there's an ideal. The ambition is driven by something or someone that we are motivated or entrusted with the care of. You know, we love our companies, our business that we're, we're helping to, to bring 
to the world. We love the people that we're supporting, our employees, our family. And so this is a time where you can really prioritize and see if sometimes we forget what the heck we're doing because we're so wrapped up in the responsibilities and just kind of touch in with are we connecting emotionally with the people around us? Are we tuning into our own emotions? So it's just a beautiful time where we have some opportunities to do that because we have Venus and Mars, Jupiter still and Neptune in a long-term way in Pisces. And so that's bringing those energies. Those energies are also highlighting our short distance travel sector, which means that we're going to be, and when I say short distance, it could be kind of longish, but it's like, not the energy of international travel, although we have that accentuated as well, but this third house is like busy running around. You're going to be very, very busy this month. You're going to be doing a lot of things, communicating with people, expect to be just on your game nonstop, talking, communicating, planning, traveling, you know, doing stuff. So if you have a chance for rest anytime before then, take it because you will need it. And pretty sure that all the Capricorns are going to be pretty happy to have this increase in pace because we did have quite a bit of a slowdown and a fogginess and an uncertainty that was really clouding January and February and now March into April, we have a chance to be the way that we love to be. Okay, so another big must know is that as Jupiter is moving through Pisces, it's going to be moving through the degrees of 21 through 27 degrees. And the reason why I want to mention this is because although Jupiter is bringing expansion for all Capricorn placements, this Piscean angle that we're talking about being very sweet is especially touching in with some of us, okay? So anyone that has 21 through 27 degrees of a Capricorn placement, and again, if you don't know what placements you have, you can now by going to anniehelpsyou.com, signing up for my free email newsletter right there front and center. It says, hello friend, has a place for your name and your email address. You'll get a welcome letter that will have instructions for access to the software where you can run a free birth chart and you can find out what placements you have where, what your degrees are, so that when I drill down into these, you can know more about the odds of you being personally affected by what's going ha happening in the stars. Okay, so 21 through 27 degrees is basically going to be January 11th through 17th or 18th. Or, or yeah, that's right, January 11th through around the 17th or 18th. Um, and so those of you who are, going, who are in that range, and it might be a little bit in, you know, in either direction before and after then, or if you know your degree is 21 to 27 degrees, you are going to get a special kiss from Jupiter in the form of a 60 degree angle, which again is that opportunity angle. All of these Pisces placements are making a 60 degree angle, which means you have to do something to activate the potentials that are there or they will fizzle away and not bring much, okay? So you get your kiss there. Okay, something else of special note while we're talking about Jupiter and Neptune and Pisces is that we are going to have a big outer connection between two of those big, slow-moving outer planets. Jupiter and Neptune are coming together for the first time in around 12 to 13 years. They're coming together for the first time in Pisces in like 150 years. Um, and I do have a separate video on this topic. So you can search for Annie Botticelli, Jupiter, Neptune, Conjunction. You can find it on my homepage. It will be on my podcast page. 
but I do recommend that you watch it because I go into a lot of details that I am not going to cover here because otherwise I'd keep you here forever and we'd get sidetracked. But what I want you to know is that that energy is going to really accentuate that third house of communication, of writing, of you know, expressing yourself, speaking your truth. And so the chance for expansion and spirituality and breakthroughs is very high. And the chance that that's going to bring something important to the way that you're expressing yourself it's someone telling you something important, you telling someone something important, you having a breakthrough in your communication patterns. Capricorn people have had a tendency to be in positions where they are managing things. We are born managers, we're good at it. Sometimes with trying to keep track of everything, we might get a certain tone of voice where there's a sternness or an impatience. And we might lose some of the softness and the empathy because we're trying to get things done. Again, it's coming from a good intention, but this is an opportunity for us to have a breakthrough with an individual or with a way that we're speaking or trying to be hear or, or be heard. All right, so everyone has a chance to have effects from that. And you can see the video for some more details on that. So everyone has a chance to get goodies from that. Um, but those of us who are in the 23 degree range, so we'll say 18 degrees through 28 degrees, the closer to 23 degrees, the more of a kiss, because this is a nice angle for your cat placement. Um, and that will relate to the birthdays like January 8th through 18th and the closer to around January 13th, the more you'll get a kiss from that particular aspect. Okay, so the last big must know is about the eclipse that's happening this month. We are in the heat of eclipse season. So let's talk more about, I'm gonna go into a segment that talks about the Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle, the dates that that's occurring, the kinds of things we can see from the general implications and the dates that this happened in the past and through the last two cycles. So you can have them as a frame of reference, the types of changes that we tend to see during eclipses. And then we'll go back into exactly where it's going to hit for you. Okay, so let's talk about some general implications of eclipses and some dates and frames of reference. And then we'll dive into the details about where you're going to see the eclipse changes in your chart and in your life. So eclipses bring big changes. They are connected to the north and south node, which are calculated points on the ecliptic that relate to our highest expression in this lifetime, our dharma, fate and destiny, our karma, and activating our hidden gifts. And so you'll see a very big activation time. You'll feel the hand of the divine at work through synchronicity and non-negotiable trajectory shifts, major hellos and goodbyes, big windows closing and other ones opening. Eclipses tend to bring a lot of stress and drama. They can also bring a massive amount of manifestation, things that you've always wanted in many cases. So it's definitely a time where you feel like your finger is stuck in an electric socket for an extended period of time. So from the middle of March to the middle of June, we are in eclipse season. The eclipses are on April 30th and on May 16th. And this first eclipse is going to be on April 30th. It's a solar eclipse at 10 degrees of Taurus 
Alright, so this Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle started towards the end of 2021. We started to really heat that up September, October of 2021 and really felt it through January of 2022. And we are in this cycle until the end of 2023. Anything can happen from this storyline of the Taurus Scorpio eclipse cycle at any time during these years. But it does tend to heat up and bring into the forefront, into our consciousness, six weeks before and after the actual eclipses. That's why I said the middle of March, um, and then we've got one on May 16th. So we've got like to the middle end of June. This is our eclipse season, and it's very ripe with the types of things that we just listed. Now, to have a frame of reference as to the types of changes that might occur, or storylines, think about the latter part of 2012 through the end of 2014. And also think about early 20, uh, 2004 through mid-2005. It's important to note, and I do often get this question, if something terrible happened then, does it mean something terrible is going to happen now? No, not necessarily, because there were other factors at play at that time, and it's hard to tell what changes were due to the combination of factors in those times, which might not be present at this time. But there are definitely themes that occurred at that time that are going to be coming back around now, and we'll go into the details of that for your sign here in a second, but just to kind of give some context, if you remember back to those periods of time, and the types of changes that happened then. You might see some parallels, some opportunities to make different choices, some lessons that were learned in that time frame that you are able to come back around now, and some patterns of experience even for better, or could be for worse, that you're still clearing through that could come back around for you to do some more work on. For every sign, Taurus and Scorpio relates to my stuff and our stuff my individual sustainability, our coupleship or our relationship, your resources versus your resources shared with other people like the government or your spouse or your family, inheritances, sweepstakes, winnings, plus your individual income. This is the polarity we're talking about. So the push and pull between me and we and us and our stuff and my stuff is very strong. The material realm versus the intangible spiritual realm are all things that are going to come up into the forefront for all signs. Okay, so now we have a good idea of the types of changes that happen with eclipse season and understand the Taurus Scorpio cycle and the dates and all of that. Let's talk about where it's going to hit for Capricorns, okay? So from the whole house perspective, all Capricorns have a chance to see those eclipse changes in the fifth house. Okay, we'll talk about what that means. From the Placidus perspective, those of you in the early segment, so December born caps, or, you know, one through, or we'll say one through 10 or so degrees, the odds that you have this actually in the fifth house are high. So you could have it in the house, in the fifth house, those early degrees from the Placidus perspective, and every cap has it in the fifth house from the whole house perspective. But for the middle and late degree placements in the Placidus chart, the energies of the fourth house are going to come into play. And the later you are in the sign, the more this is true. Okay, so let's talk about what that means. That means all caps can see changes, new energy in home, family, real estate, okay? New purchases, new roommates, new additions to the family, um, remodeling, and it's a wonderful time for all of those things. 
We can also see, um, you know, just family patterns, ancestry, something new going on there. Now, that's the general things that I've come to see. If you want some more details about that, look for my eclipses in Cancer or eclipses in the fourth house video. If you search for Annie Botticelli eclipses in Cancer, because um, that's the house that it's in. You can also go to my YouTube homepage and look at my eclipse playlist and find eclipses in Cancer of the fourth house and see more details about how that might affect you. And that is true for all caps, okay? I also recommend that all caps watch my eclipses in Taurus video, which again, you can search for organically or find it in the playlist. And that's because that's the sign that it's in. And then let's talk about this fifth house, which again, all caps can see energy here. New energies, doors opening in. Children, creativity, passion, passion projects, romance, new levels to your current relationship or straight up new love. This is an amazing time where your love of your life can be brought in by this eclipse energy and the stars are right for it. We're not in any retrograde cycle here in April. So there's, and for those of you who, you know, as we get it deeper into the eclipse cycle, love might come back from the past. So this could have to do with someone you knew before that comes back in a, in a different context or someone that was a past love that is returned to you. So uh, this also has to do with, I like to call it the bucket list house. So you doing something that you've always wanted to do or you're planning, putting into motion, making the commitment for something that you've always wanted to do and maybe it's not happening yet, but the seeds are being planted right now and the plans are being made. If you wanna see more about that, look for my, look for Annie Botticelli eclipses in Leo or eclipses in the fifth house. Um, and you'll see, and again, that's for all cap placements that are likely to see those changes there. Now for the May eclipse, we'll talk about that and those potentials in the May report. Okay, so I've given you lots to work with to help you make the most of the energies this month and to help you understand the energetic patterns at work and play. And if you'd like more resources, I've got all of these here. You can additionally go to the little more button, the little arrow underneath the bottom right of the video, click on that, and all of the links that I'm giving you here will be clickable, right? So if you're looking for reading options, including a beautiful, very detailed 45 minute audio of your birth chart for $33 from my brilliant husband, you can find that at AnnieBClarity.com. You can go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, sign up for my free email newsletter. This is where you can access running a free birth chart. This is where you access my 28 day in-depth virtual coaching program called Shine for free. This is also where you'll find tons of blogs and you get lots of other perks for being on my newsletter list. If you're looking for written horoscopes by me, always up a month early, you can go to CozyBySweetStarlight.com. If you haven't seen this site, go to it. It is so beautiful. We've got me and my team have lots of amazing astrology inspired blogs and healthy living blogs. We've got hypnosis for all the signs. We've got healing frequencies for all the signs. I've got the written horoscopes that I write. We have yoga for all the signs. So it's just a very beautiful comprehensive site. If you're looking for free courses on how to manifest money and um, wellness you can go to loomlife.com, my school, Luminous Life Multiversity, L-U-M-L-I-F-E. 
You can also find my astrology education courses here, including my behemoth of a master course called Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Course, which you can fully utilize even if you don't want to be a professional astrologer, but it certainly will get you up to the level where you could be and show you how to make your business a success. And payment plans are available there too. Now, I've also got two books out and more on the way, Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe. You will find this on the bookshelves in all major booksellers, including all the books a million, all the Barnes and Nobles. It's right there on the shelf. Plus, you can get it on Amazon and through any independent bookseller. And you can find Radical Prayer on Amazon and you can order it anywhere as well. So I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.